Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. We are live on loudmouthradio.com. It is always a fantastic day to be on air. And today, February 2nd, 2017 at 11 a.m., we are on your airways. In today's special show, for those who are just now tuning in, Pride Not Prejudice, Standing Up for Refugees and Immigrants in America, is a very special edition of social justice that we're going to have right now today on Loudmouth Radio Network. And uh, for those who haven't had an opportunity to dial in, you should please be sure to call at 347-826-7520. We are live on air at loudmouthradio.com on Blog Talk. So if, you, uh, if you're at work and you can't dial in, you want to listen in online, you can. Blogtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. Make sure you put in two Ds to make sure you can talk to us so we can hear and see and think what you got going on in your own perspective spaces. And today we are so excited to have a conversation that is desperately needed. There's been so much change and things happening as the change in the judicial system in our our United States government. As everyone that knows at large that we have a new sitting president um, that has ultimately made some very drastic changes in less than two weeks being in office. So today we're going to have that kind of conversation. So I hope you're ready. And, um, you know, we're we're uh, really trying not to be a biased um, platform, but we will not allow anyone to come on and be abusive to anyone that's uh, possibly on our on our show that that calls in, um, our host as well as our guests. So we just ask that you come and you know play nice as far as your uh, behavior on air. We've had some instances sometimes where we've not had that circumstance happen, and we are able to monitor and and watch the switchboard. So I just want to give you that fair warning right now. (laughs) And uh, hopefully have an opportunity that we can uh, really touch on some things that are very important to people around the world. And uh, if you did not know, we are broadcasting um, on a global platform. So people that may be in other um, other countries, other cities, other states are able to tap in and listen to this uh, Asher conversation. So I'm so excited about that. Um, but for the most part, I think it's so important that uh, we introduce our host that's going to take part in this conversation. Um, as always, it's a joy to have our brother Sterling Powell in Tampa Bay, St. Petersburg, Clearwater. Sterling, happy, happy Thursday, honey. It's a fabulous Thursday instead of a fabulous Friday. Hi there, I know. Yes, and, and happy Thursday, Jazzy. Are you are you able to hear? Yes, I, listen, I I didn't okay. know I wasn't in queue. I was just talking and just 
girl, yes, and all of that. So I will say, terrific Thursday. Hi, Sterling. Hi, my love. Love to you, love to you, love to you. I know. This is going to be a a dynamic um, show. We have some guests that are going to be queued in in just a little bit. We're going to dive into things pretty aggressively because that's the nature of what's going on in our America. Um, it's an ever-changing story now. Every every minute there's a change, it, it, it appears. And so we want to be right on top of things. But I was saying when I didn't know that I was actually being cute on air, um, that we totally agree with producer Sonny in saying that this is a non-discriminatory show. And it's a, it's a non-discriminating platform in the sense that we do have our own personal opinions. And so we can voice our personal opinions without being too abusive. harsh, abusive. Yes. <laughs> and I say too harsh because we do have some strong opinions about how things are being done with government. But we are not here to dog people out on a personal level. We are here to uh, state our facts, but, you know, we can be a little bit more free uh, within in, with online radio still at this point to talk about things that we feel are appropriate for not only just ourselves, but for the masses that we as a radio network come into contact with. And so we have some, you know, I will let people know that if you have um, children that are not social activists, young, because we've met a lot of young social activists that are fully aware of what's going on in our world. But if it is something that you are shying your children away from hearing and knowing for your own personal um, protection, and we want to let you know that we will be discussing some very heavy topics that um, may or may not be appropriate for you to allow your children to listen to if they're not baby and young social activists. So I wanted to say that because, you know, some of the things that are going on in our society and in our, and in our world, they're very sad. So we're going to try yes. to spend the best positive light on what we will discuss today, but this really is a call to action. This is not just, hey, I heard a really good show and they had some good things to talk about. This really is a call to action show today um, and to let you know what people are doing across the world. This is, uh, uh, Producer Sonny said that, you know, yes, we're covering some local and some United States um, issues um, and concerns and stories, but, but we're also, globally. we're global. We are global. We yeah. um have information that has, you know, definitely we have people in Europe that call us all the time to go, hey, what's going on in America? Sterling, <laughs> you there, um, honey? And Let me get you in there, Sterling. You there, too? Well, did I lose um, you, Sterling? Oh, okay. I, mean, I, I wanted didn't, to make sure I didn't lose you. The dev, I mean, can you Sorry, hear me? Yeah, yes, go ahead, yet. Sterling. Uh-huh. Um, can you know, one of the things that's interesting and, I, and what Jazzy hits on is that, you know, we have very strong opinions. That's why we have a, that's why I'm so happy that uh, our producer, Sonny, allows me to have this platform. But we want you, we want you, our listeners and the people that we're in contact with, to call in and share your opinions with us, too, so we can have a dialogue. Right now, the most important things we can do as citizens, which we talked about on our last show about being citizens, active citizens, active, right. keyword right. dialogue. We all mm-hmm. need 
to have dialogue. So just like Jazzy was saying, if you're trying to protect your children from what's going on out in the outside media, you still, I would highly, highly recommend having conversations in your home and trying to get them the facts on different things that are going on in history. Remember, one of the key things that I had asked Sonny to let me do, and Sonny, I'm not sure it's right right now, but before we get into the immigration That's issue, I do, want to, right. I do want to give our sonnet off of the Statue of Liberty. But yes. We've got to discuss our history and the history of the world because one of the big things that has just happened is we are leader of the United States has been the, the leader of the free world since 19, basically the late 1945, 1945. That's no longer the case. And the interesting thing is the new person, the chancellor in Germany, Merkel, is now probably the leader of the free world. She's probably the person leading Europe, the European Union, the Japanese, Australia as our, as the Donald um, rudely interrupts people and we have to hear about his ratings and everything else that is important to him. But the country, what that means is we are no longer uh, in that position as leading the democracies and the free, the free world. And that's huge. And people need to look at history and understand that. Not just what's happening today. You've got to look back at the history of what's going on, what fascism is, what what populism is. What is democracy? What does democracy mean to be an active citizen in a democracy? And so I I want everybody else to talk to and our callers to call in. Yes, we we have callers on air right now that are listening in. And uh, we want to make sure that you know the studio number. If you should decide that you would like to say something and, and uh, let your voices be heard, you can actually punch the one on your keypad for those who are in queue. But our phone number, again, is 347-826-7520. And uh, you, you, we already, we're going to call her that already wants to say something. So let's bring them yes, on Yes, and I'm, hoping, on I'm hoping that that's Aliza. Yes, it well, is let's, me. Let's Hello, girls. How are you? Yay! I am <laughs> so ecstatic to have. Let Let me let our listening audience know, and Elisa can tell us her full name, where she's from, and and kind of how we met. Let me give you a briefing. We had a rally, uh, which has been going on all over the world, thankfully. Um, but we had a rally um, the other day at the airport. And as I was covering on the ground, uh, producer Sunny was in the car, and she was going by getting the coverage to kind of just show you how many people. It was over 6,000 people that took over the Atlanta, Hartsville, um, Jackson International Airport. And so we just, you know, wanted our voices to be heard, but Loudmouth Radio and TV wanted to give you the coverage of how the people thought and felt. And so I was very fortunate to run into this beautiful family, 
and um, took a picture and said, would you like to do an interview? And this powerhouse that has taken over Facebook and taken over social media (laughs) said, I would love to. And her words had to be repeated today. I begged her. And she was like, but my baby might wake up. I said, let the baby scream. It is about young social activists, and he is one. So, Aliza, please tell everybody your full name, where you're from, and let's hear a bit of what you said and even more because I know our interview was actually cut off, and it was something that you said at the end that I wanted to be um, um, stated here on the radio today about what you felt um, that Donald Trump actually accomplished with all of this foolishness. So I will let you speak. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here, ladies. And, uh, you know, kudos to you girls. Applause to you for doing this day in and day out, because that's exactly what we need. Um, I will introduce myself. I am Alisa Makbul. I'm originally from Pakistan, um, and uh, but I would have to say that I've spent my most formative and important years of my life um, in the U.S., I went to college here, got married here, had my babies, you know, everything. And um, actually got married in Pakistan, but moved here with my husband soon after. Um, you know, what I'm working for here with all of you, with the rest of you, is finding, it's basically fighting for a basic human rights now. I mean, this is what it has come down to. And on one level, it makes me sad that, at this day and age, in 2017, we are still doing this. We right. should be far past beyond this. Uh, but at another level, and this is what I had said in our interview that they at the airport, is um, there's one thing that I have to thank Trump for, and that is for bringing all of us together. All yes. of us, you know. Yes. Everyone, and when I say all of us, I'm not just talking Muslims, minorities, immigrants, refugees. Yes, they're there. I'm talking LGBT. I am talking people, you know, young and old, women, men, everybody. We are under, we are all under one umbrella. And then what I like to call extremists are under another umbrella. And we are just fighting together because we need basic human rights to be back picture. I mean, I met John Lewis at the airport that day, and I almost cried in his arms as I said the words that I'm a Muslim immigrant, and he said to me, hang in there. And, you know, it kind of in my mind, this whole, this notion that he fought for civil rights, for, you know, and we're kind of still doing that. That same fight is still going on. That's kind of it saddens me about the state of the world, but at the same time, and a more optimistic view of it is that so many of us are standing up and we are fighting the fight because that's what we need to do. Everybody has to be up there. Everyone that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And you know, one thing that Elisa said that day that I quoted and it, and it, you know, it was just, it, 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 it brought me to tears but it made me proud all at the same time. And she said, holding her son, she said, this child, I am raising not only my son, not only a Muslim, not only, you know, a Pakistani, and not, but I am raising a human being that has to fight not only for his rights, but that will fight for the rights of others. And when she Absolutely. said that to, you know, 
because so many people have this misconception, just like, you know, they put gay men in a boat. All gay men are this. All white women are this. All black people are this. All Pakistanians are this. All Christians, all Muslims, everybody is in this one boat, and you can only have one thought. You can never go outside whatever the of understanding is. But to hear, see, see, Sonny and, and I, Sonny and I, and Sterling, we're all so broad. We have so many associates. We have so many friends that are from so many different parts of the world and so many different cultures. We just don't have this closed off mindset that, you know, because we're this and everybody else is wrong and and awful. And so, but to hear this Muslim woman, and I say that specifically, I don't normally point things out, but to hear this Muslim woman say, I am raising a human being to fight for his rights and the rights of others. Like I wanted to just make that a sticker and put that on everybody's (laughs) forehead. Seriously, so that they you can know, understand that that's what it's about. Because that's the only Hey guys, thing I also want to make sure we uh, I'm sorry, oh, go ahead, make sure that we what all was, Yes, I just want to acknowledge the guests that I see you once we uh just in a few seconds I'm going to bring you in and allow you to speak as well because we do have quite a few callers in queue. If you do want to speak with us and chime in and you're in queue, just hit the one key on your keypad and we'll bring you in. Okay? So, okay, Lisa, go ahead. Awesome, you have a few more awesome. minutes. Go ahead. Yes, no, I just wanted to say because that is one thing that we all have in common, the fact that we're human beings because everybody is a unique individual, but at the end of the day, we are all human beings and we have the capacity to love, so let's nurture that capacity. That's all I, I think love awesome. respect one another. Let's love, bring in our Alisa, other guests. Thank you, Elisa. Hold okay, on. Okay, Elisa, don't listen, go anywhere because I want in. you to say something else. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Welcome. Okay, guests, uh, please tell us your name and where you're calling from. What? Hello? Hello? Oh, okay, here, let me train you guys real quick. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. Okay, so is it in there? Okay, it's in there. And you guys got it nice and tight? All right, it ain't going anywhere. Okay. Sunny, Shut let the that go. Lid, a.k.a. ghetto vibe. Let that one go. Okay. Sometimes, and so we, we gave you guys forewarning about our shows, and we've had this happen so many times before, but when, when we have those type of call-ins, we always know that we're doing the right thing. We're on the right path because we're making statements that are not always going to rest well with everybody else, and that's okay. You have a right to, a, to hey, your opinion, your views, but not on the show. <laughs> yes, and the beautiful thing is I can see your number, so just be mindful yes. when you're making your calls, and if you're not coming on here to uh, – we're not going to tolerate any hate or any type of uh, bullying or anything like that. So if we bring you in and you have something to say, I'm going to need you to – be ready to speak and uh, try to be somewhere where people can actually hear you clearly. You know, and I then that way we won't have a problem. On that note, on that note, I just want to say sure. that people talk about freedom of speech all the time. First amendment, amendment rights. Newsflash, hate speech is not covered under the first amendment. So people That's really right. Right. Okay, I'm so glad you said that. I'm so glad you said that. Being hateful is not freedom of speech. That no, means, it's not. being hateful. It's just being hateful. Right, right. exactly. So okay. another caller. Call your live okay. radio. That's Keisha's case going, girls, today. 
<laughs> Hello, Carly, you're live on Live Off Radio. Hello? Hello. Hello. We can hear you. Hey, what's going on? I ain't know it was for me or not. I, I didn't get that little beat that usually comes on. This is Danny. How y'all doing? Hi, Danny. Hi, Danny. What's going on? Just uh, right, chimed in and just say, just say hello. I'm, you know, of course, interested in what you guys have been doing uh, with the uh, with the coming together of minds and, and, and greatness that you guys are doing. Um, oh, I just wanted thank to make you, a, Dr. A quick, Danny. Oh, yeah, I just want to make a quick point <clears throat> that I – and I'm definitely not one that's against protesting, and I think it does uh, raise flags. It also brings awareness, and it also gets the people that's in power uh, hit to what the people on the ground are saying. So I'm all for it. I think what's really important, and I really think that uh, with a lot of people, especially who have this kind of platform, should be going out there to make sure that people understand is the, is the, is the importance of, of this upcoming – 2018 voting. Uh, yes. You have pretty much the whole House is going to be up for re-election. And Congress, I mean the Senate, <clears throat> after doing some research, I just realized that the Senate is going to be very difficult for the, for, for the Democratic Party. And, and, and that's not just saying that I'm a Democratic, but just saying that the Democratic Party to try to stop anything that's going on and that's going to happen after 2018 is going to be very difficult for the Democratic Party to actually gain the Senate. doesn't mean that you don't go out and vote. doesn't mean that you don't go out and see it. It just says right now the way it stands is going to be very difficult, but that doesn't make all hope lost for Democratic uh, you know, politicians or people that's in the Democratic Party. It just means that you're going to have to fight that much harder to get the House because that is a lot more feasible for the Democratic Party. But with that being said, all this fighting and all this stuff is nothing. If you bring it to the Senate or you bring it to the House floor, and these these laws and these and these things are not passed and they're not brought to a to to a point of okay, this is the change that we're going to see. You got to understand that they bind your hands one way. It doesn't matter what you say on the ground. If in the House and in the Senate they say, well, you know what, don't matter what you really say because we have the majority of the voice right here, and this right. is what we're going to put forth as far as it rep- represents, you know, political. Uh, you know, political power. Period. It is what it is. It's political power. If I, I watched the uh, just the other day when I was watching the um, appointing the appointing of uh, the incoming uh, Supreme Court uh, nominee, I watched that thing and it was amazing to me. I mean, I always watch them, but this one was particularly amazing to me. How it didn't matter what this guy has done or what his background was. Unqualified. Republicans was going to put him in <laughs> yes. and the Democrats was going to vote him out. It was amazing to me. I was like, wow. I'm listening to these arguments and people are coming across, both sides, coming across with really good points. And I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. It doesn't even matter what this dude does. They're voting the way of their party. And because of that, that makes it very dangerous for us coming up in 2018. We've got to remember right. that. We have to worry about the off presidential election year. Thank you. That's where you Thank gain your you. power. Yeah, that's and what we always do. 2018 needs to be the center focus you of what we're going to do in our community. You've got to call your congressmen and your senators daily. This is something that you can do daily. When you get up in the morning, like Michael Moore says, have your coffee, brush your teeth, call your senator, call your house (laughs) of representatives. Yes, yes. Read down the number. I'll get you the number in one second. I'll be right back. Yes, yes. You know that is. is, Mm Mm-hmm. 
But do this. Stay active. We have to. You know what? I love love those points. I love those points. And I called uh, Senator Perdue the other day. Um, Colin mm-hmm. answered the phone. Poor little Colin. And, uh, and those people who are working for uh, the senators, for the House, for the mayor, for, you know, I, I sometimes feel bad for them because they are like the waiters and waitresses. They take the order. <laughs> they have to be mm-hmm. the brunt of representing the cook. And so sometimes their views don't always match up with who they work for. But I just want you to know, right. just like when Sonny and I, launched the marriage equality campaign and we asked all couples to go to um, their local offices and apply for marriage licensing even before it was legal. The one thing that we told them during their rally, during their civil unrest was to say nicely, kindly, I want this. This is what I'm protesting for. You don't have to be rude to get things accomplished. Matter of fact, you're going to get back what you give out. And sometimes, even when you're nice, you're going to receive negative. However, it is for us to show the people how we want to be treated by our actions. Can I be passionate about it? Can I scream in a chant? Can I hold the sign? Yes. But shall I beat somebody up? Shall I, you know, shall I throw somebody down because of, you know, what's going on or how you're treating me? No. So when we're calling our senators, when we're calling our representatives um, that are representing us, or I would say misrepresenting us, let us still be passionate, but let us still walk in kindness. Let us still walk in a in a way or make those statements to say, I'm not pleased. I told them, I said, I need you to understand that my interest as a constituent needs to be put before your emotional instability. That's Definitely what possible. I need to have happen. So I think but it's important. But you need more voices to, like yours in order to But you need more voices. You need but them, this is you why need we have to understand show. that if they don't, they don't listen, that their, their seat is, is, is in jeopardy. And that's where yes. you have your power at. Because you can yes. say, I can listen to you all day long, but if I'm not worried about what you cannot do to me, you know what I mean, then I'm not going to worry yes. about it. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to hear it. I'm going to be like, all right, whatever, next. I mean, we right now we're in the red state. Uh, we're in Georgia. You know, I, that's a red state. Yes. Period. It doesn't mean yeah, that right. your your blue your blue voice can't be heard. It just means that you have to rally a different way in order to get it across, like you're doing. And 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 that exactly. is always always a good thing because when they hear more blue voices, then they're like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Wait a minute. I'm, yes. I'm hearing all these you know these complaints about this thing. I understand that this is a serious issue, and that 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 is very 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 important. And I, think that and I wanted to chime in also mm-hmm. on, on that, related to that. Uh, first of all, uh, when speaking, um, something that would make it easier for people to have their voices heard, it's a really awesome app that I have on my phone now. It's called Countable, and it will show you the bills that are going to, that will be going to Congress, and you can give your opinion on it, and you can, um, you know, send in your message to your senator. It makes it very easy. So I urge everybody to download it. Yeah, it's an awesome app, and you can choose all the issues that affect you. And then secondly, um, as Jazzy was saying earlier, that we need to be kind and we need to, uh, you know, do things. I'm sorry. Countable. Countable, right? Count. Yes, countable. countable. I'm downloading it now. (laughs) Yep. And um, and then the second thing. Let's resist the violence as well. When you talk about resist, let's resist the violence as well. Like at UC Berkeley last night, burning the U.S. flag. What is that? Oh, what, is, wow. what are they trying to? Sh- what are they trying to show? What is wow. that a symbol of? That doesn't help anybody. 
nobody. Right. It only hurts right. our cause. And I don't even understand what that was for. So let's not do that. Those were the two exactly. things I just wanted to share. Exactly. And you know what? I wanted Elisa to, to mention, first of all, tell them, I, we were so fortunate, um, Sonny, um, to find this gym um, no. in the midst of the sea of the people, because what are you actually going to school for? This is so powerful. I love it. Oh, journalism. I'm doing my master's in journalism from uh, Harvard awesome. Extension School. So, yes, trying to do it slowly, and but surely uh, while raising my two sons, whom I hope will go on to do great things in life and be of use to society and people. That's really that's really my ultimate goal in life, to just raise some good human beings and do some good along the way before we, you know, before life comes to an end. It's so unpredictable, so we got to make it uh, useful. That's really, that's my goal here. <laughs> well, we're so Listen, can... I want us to touch on one other thing real quick. Um, Sterling, if you would, uh, I know you mentioned something about the Statue of Liberty, and if you would go ahead and kind of uh, share that piece. Well, um, the thing that I wanted to do with this was when we opened the show is that the the fact that on the Statue of Liberty, this is our when then when they go on about immigration and the having the immigrants. I mean, this is on the the statue that welcomes the the man. You know, give me your tired, your poor, your masses, yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuge of your teeming shores. Send these, the homeless, the tempest hub to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. This is part of who we are as a nation. They're trying to close the door to this country. They They are basically closing the door on who we are as human beings in America, the American human beings. And what we have to do quickly, I want to say, is um, we've got to unite as Americans. They're trying to divide us into the different groups, Muslims, the gays, right. the women. That's the, right. We need to remember that we are all Americans. We right. are human beings first, and then because we reside in this nation, we are all Americans. They, they are, you are, I am, they are, all of us are Americans. Don't let them divide us. That was when they're weak. If they can, Latins, Mexicans, you know, Canadians, you know, right. the blacks, the, the, you know, any group, that's what they, they will win because they're dividing us. And sorry to interrupt. No, I just wanted to say that these these protests have been really encouraging too because you're not only seeing Muslims at the no Muslim ban, you know, you're seeing everybody. And if there's yes. an LGBT protest, let me tell you, Muslims will be there supporting that cause. If there I is a it. you know protest for women, mm-hmm. trust mm-hmm. me, men will be there supporting that. So I think it, that is something that is encouraging, and we should just continue to maintain that spirit of unity. And I, I am optimistic. I think we will get there. I think we will, the things will, and actually it already is. If you look at ACLU, it has raised $24 million 
just mm-hmm. you know in, in a matter of weeks days, yeah which they yes. have, in days mm-hmm. literally which they usually um, raise three to four million a year and we've been able That's to awesome. get the temporary stay order and uh, finally green card holders have been allowed to come back to the country so we are making a difference and we really should uh, just continue to fight this fight it's important I love it. You know what? And on that note, Alisa, we were talking about. Go ahead, That's the one good thing that's coming out of this, Alexis, yes. is I do think that during the election, people got so turned off that they stayed away from the vote. And what yes. this, now that now that we've kind of been woke up to the fact, oh, my God, we got elected, is people are becoming excited again. They're marching in yes. the streets. This is exciting. I mean, that part of it is exciting. I think it's also that this this Mm -hmm. talk kind of has subsided. It it came up right after the election, right after Hillary Clinton lost the election. Um, I think the Electoral College needs to be addressed because it really should be one person, one vote. Otherwise, you don't feel like an individual matters. Every other democracy in the world has one person, one vote. vote. And that's what it has Mm -hmm. to be. This is not, I mean, the Electoral College might have made sense. I don't know that much about it from when it was, you know, when it originated and what the plan behind it was, mm-hmm. or idea behind mm-hmm. it was, but it certainly doesn't make any sense now. It has to be and one you know person, gone one quiet. vote. It's gone quiet. They've drifted that whole Yes, it has. It's just shoved under the rug once again. And you know what? We're going to have to deal with this issue again in four years. So let's not forget about that. And also, um, I just want to say that people... Um, sorry, totally lost my train of thought, but that electoral college is an important one. We really need to bring that back up. We need to, oh, we yes. need to abolish oh, yes. that. That it needs, needs to, be to totally be, be abolished. <laughs> abolished. And, and it, this is not about being We live in a democracy appearance and not a democracy. And that is That's why right. we have the electoral college. And one until we person, bring that up and people one, understand that, then yeah. we'll never get rid of it because people are not understanding. You still don't live in a democracy. You know, you right. they, they don't want to give exactly. the power strictly to the people. So that means you're because not in a democracy, you know, I and that's what people don't right. understand. Essentially, yeah. the definition of democracy literally is one person, one vote. Like one vote. vote. The voice of that's the people. Right. Like you have to listen to right. every individual matters. It doesn't matter yeah. how many electoral you have, you know, that is not the point. That we really need to address that. And I want to say to all the Republicans here that listen, this is not about party. This is not about oh, you're Republican, so I'm going to be anti-Republican. No, this really mm. comes down to one individual. Comes down to one human being. The reason we are so stressed and appalled and shocked by this person and his policies are because they are just downright like. I don't even have the words to describe they're, it. They're, they're horrendous. Ridiculous. They're, they're horrendous. foolish. Yeah. Just like we, that person. Yes. This is about yes. person. This is not about, honestly, I don't think, I think our, we would have had a quite a quiet um, democracy and not so much rebellion if someone like John Kasich was the president. Like, you know, we've, right. had, we've never <laughs> seen these kind of protests in the past. Like, yes. this is obviously something unprecedented, you know? These go back. I'm old enough and I will claim this only right this moment. And the girls know that. I won't claim to be this old. I remember <laughs> both the civil rights marches. I'm old yes. enough to remember the civil rights marches. And yes. I remember Vietnam. The last yes. time we had these kind of marches were when mm-hmm. I was a child for civil rights, 
and again during the Vietnam War. And these, and really, these marches right now, I feel are larger or just as large as when Martin Luther King. Look at that! Look at that! Imagine that when. Yeah, no, this is ridiculous, and uh, we just find someone or the other to target. I mean, we are essentially, even if I wasn't a Muslim, I would still, I'm not an idiot. I can see what's happening. Like, we're doing essentially the same thing we did to the Jews. Like, we died in those concentration camps. Like, wake up people that wasn't so long ago. That's right. I just went, ladies, to the, here in St. Petersburg, because I'm in St. Petersburg, Florida, here in St. Petersburg, we're blessed enough to have a holo- one of the one of the top Holocaust museums in the world. It was actually uh, organized by um, Eli Wazel, who just died recently, um, the Holocaust um, victim and writer and advocate. Um, I revisited it so that because I think it's so important that we never forget that this has happened. Say that. Yeah. Not just in Nazi Germany. I mean, remember, we've had slavery. We've had the Armenians, uh, you know, the, the Slovakians, not, not uh, that long ago. Yes, is, not that long ago at all. At all. Not no. This is, this can happen. I do not feel like being marched off to, and I'm sure you don't either, with your child marched off to a, a holding tank or a concentration camp. You know, you know, you know, Sterling, this is is very similar when when, you know, the Black Lives Matter campaign, when the immigration, when the refugees, when, you know, when gay people, when trans people, we can go on and on and on and on. And each Mm -hmm. time somebody is held against their will, each time somebody Mm -hmm. is locked up and then, you know, your rights are not being exercised, but then you're hanged the next day. Or when you're stopped at an airport, when you have the legal documents to go back and forth from a country and you're put in a holding block or you're being sent back or, you know, you're being killed because of who you are and and speaking out loud. All of those things, in a way, are the concentration camps, are the holding cells. And so what we, they are the new concentration camps. And if we are not so cautious, which I think America went to sleep. We were screaming this a year ago. We were screaming to America on this radio network, please do not sleep on this ridiculous giant that is rising by the handful. We were screaming to people, don't sleep on Donald Trump, even though he's ridiculous. Don't, Don't go you know, to the left, to the right, to the middle, and say, well, I'm just not going to vote, or I'm not going to care. Now, mind you, I have been riding around talking to people, you know, for the last few months, and I have heard so many people say, I have, matter of fact, I had a woman say to me, if I could just go back, which she can't, but if I could just go back and not cast my vote for Bernie when I knew he was out because I did not want Hillary to win. If I could just go back now, because now I see that that was a mistake. Okay. Well, we can't go back. We told you, we can't I'm, go not, back, yeah. I'm not a big, I told you so, but in this yeah. case, I told you so we all told you so. So what can be done mm-hmm. now? I had a you person know, say to me, what to me, why people, I mean, 
why would you go vote? Like, not just because you don't want Hillary to win. First of all, this whole Hillary issue I have a problem with because people, like, they don't trust her. Why? Give me one good reason. Those stupid emails. Do you know how many shady things every politician every does? Every single like, one. Yeah, look what that face is. It's a major... It was a smoke this screen. Woman it was a smoke screen. Her, it was a smoke screen. This woman dedicated, and they found nothing in those emails, by the way. And let's be clear about that as well. There was nothing in there. And this woman has dedicated her whole life fighting for women and children's rights. What more do you want? Why do you defend her so much? But you know, every people will come against the, the one thing that you say wrong 10 years ago, and now you've grown up to recognize that maybe that wasn't the best decision. Maybe that wasn't the best choice. And so because I've grown up and gotten better to do better, you will never let me live down the one mistake that I made. But forget all of the thousands of things that I did correctly. But, but all it of is these Trump supporters. Yes. I oh, my imagine. goodness. Any funny, of these, which makes I'm, every I'm hour of the day. Did I say something? Okay, we had a couple people talking yes. at the same time. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead, Dr. Dan, and go ahead. I, you know, as far as Hillary's issue was, my thing was Bernie Sanders had a lot of better things to say as it relates to things that I know directly affect me. I want the Bernie Sanders in. I'm one of those mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders fans all the way. Um, I ca- casted my vote for Bernie Sanders because had I not casted my vote for Bernie Sanders, he wouldn't have got as many votes as he did get. Of course, he, he fell short as far as the Democratic Party, as we know, because Hillary mm-hmm. was the uh, nominee. However, mm-hmm. I don't regret for, I don't regret casting my vote. But then I then turned around and backed Hillary when it came to, to, to the election. But that's, yes, so, but what, that's what, what we're saying. saying. Oh, okay, I didn't care okay. what, what Hillary did. I'm looking at the history of the Clintons, period. I had a problem with the history of the Clintons, period. I put, we're putting a man back in the White House who's not going to be the president, but his wife will be. And there's a lot of things that I just personally, from history, don't like that, that Clinton has set up that actually is affecting people of color, especially men of color, today. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. I have issue with. That was my issue with the Clintons. Hold on, y'all. Let's let's take a quick commercial break, and we're gonna come back. This is great, and I I, I want to thank everyone for putting there and putting in their their thoughts, and this is wonderful. Uh, we're just gonna take a quick commercial break, and uh, everybody will be back live in just a second. Okay. I'm making sure you're clean and, and good you. as your as your fashion. Thank you. Oh, oh my God. Okay, exactly. I want to say, Rico, uh, we're 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 here on location at the Georgia. Sorry about that. Let's try that again. <laughs> American Liquidators of Georgia is a family-owned and operated 15,000-square-foot liquidation warehouse featuring the best selection for your home improvement and home decor needs. Offering incredible discounts on forward blinds, lighting fixtures, bathtubs and vanities, ceiling fans, interior and exterior doors, curtains, and so much more. We're conveniently located at 3496 Highway 42 in Stockbridge, Georgia. We're open to the public Thursday through Sunday. Like us on Facebook at American Liquidators of GA, Inc.
All right, we're back from a quick commercial break. I want to thank American Liquidators of Georgia, one of our great, fantastic sponsors. And before the commercial break, we had an opportunity to really dive into some heavy contextual content of conversation. And I think it's so important that our listeners, if you're just tuning in, uh, you can join the conversation at 347-826-7520. And uh, just hit the one on your keypad, and we'll uh, bring you on in. And I do believe... Uh, prior to the break, we were talking about um, some extensive conversation about uh, the voting between um, elect electoral um, votes between Hillary Clinton and uh, Bernie Sanders, and people just really addressing their feelings in regards to what has brought us to this point. So I know prior to that, um, we were in depth in conversation uh, in regards to a few things, and I want us to kind of curve back to some things that I know that we were looking to talk to today. Um, which I believe, Sterling, um, you had an opportunity to touch on some civil liberties. But uh, let's talk about some of the things that's happening with the pipeline. Um, we want to talk about some of the issues that have uh, come to surface uh, since the new um, president has taken position. So, Sterling, are you you there with us, huh? Well, I mean, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Um, well, the interesting thing is that, you know, and this is almost what we were talking about with the Clintons. I mean, you know, real quick, when we're talking about the pipeline and these different trade agreements, let's not forget this is what Trump is doing is not, is not really new. These pipelines were set up all the way back with, with Clinton and with the Bushes and all of that. So this is where, where Bernie, when you were talking about Bernie, you know, the, the strange thing is that if you listen to the early um, campaigns of both Trump and Bernie, a lot, of their, a lot of what they were touching on was very similar, and especially when it comes to the pipeline. Now, I will touch on, I think we have to move on and we have to realize that we have the Donald in the White House, and we have to stay diligent. He's already taken us out of the one trade agreement, and we are about to. He's going to renegotiate with Mexico and Canada, and it's all over these pipelines. Don't real, don't you think that at all? This is all about money, because right. nobody's bringing back Absolutely. any jobs. Let's 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 address. Everybody thinks that this man, if he's going to bring back jobs, he's going to put you to work building that wall across Mexico's border, where he's going to put you to work, you know, digging ditches at the at the prison. You know, it ain't, there's no the manufacturing is so different today. And these pipelines are about getting the oil. If you notice, there's no wall going across Canada. We're building Not a pipeline. Yes. We're building yes. a wall over Mexico. And we get 70. The thing is, Mexico can cut off our vegetables and our tomatoes yes. and, our mm-hmm. and starve us. We get 80% yes. of our food from Mexico. There's mm-hmm. Egypt, Egypt and Rome. Egypt was the breadbasket of the Roman Empire. All Egypt mm-hmm. had to do was stop getting food to eat Rome, and they could have starved them out. But right. And that's I mean, it's I mean, the, 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 the wall is just such a stupid idea that I mean, on so many levels, that I don't think anyone can really justify it at all. It's just 
It doesn't make sense economically. It doesn't make sense ethically. It doesn't make sense on any front. So this whole wall, I'm, I cannot even get into it without getting even more frustrated than I already am. Let me give an example. I have two little dogs, which which the girls know. Okay, yeah, those are loud mouth dogs. Mm-hmm. I have three different little gates and walls. Let me tell you, my little chihuahuas will get over that wall every around time. That Every time. So the, mm-hmm. the, the fact that he's going to spend billions and trillions of dollars to try to build a wall, it's, it's like you said, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's not that mm-hmm. burning wall. I mean, it, show, me a wall show me a wall that's tall and I'll show you a ladder that's even taller. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? I, I know we had, there was a correspondent that came on NPR. NPR is my news outside of our own news. It, it's really my go-to. Um, yes. And I just respect the reporters and, and the staff he's there. And so he's he threatens that. everything. Anything that comes against him, he threatens. But this is the thing. This is I'm really not a conspiracy theory person, but then there, then there are certain things that line up so perfectly to fit in that category. If I can get you to focus on a wall, right, if I can get you to focus on things that are nonsense, then you're not going to focus on the things at hand that are passing at night through the House, through the Senate, that I'm signing an executive order. The pipeline, like um, Sterling said, that pipeline is money. It is massive amounts of money. They don't care who they kill in the process. They don't care who they stop um, sacred grounds being torn up in the process and going against treaties that were signed with the indigenous people. They care nothing about that because at the end, at the beginning, and the middle of the day, it is about how much money can come from one hand to the next. And so... If I'm paying attention on a stupid wall, then I won't stop the pipeline. I won't stand up for the people, for teepees that are being burned down, for people that are being hosed, for dogs that are being set on human beings, that just because they have decided to to preserve their culture and preserve the rights of the land that they that we, this country, took away, we, the people came into this country because there is only one true American, which they don't even want to be called Americans. However, there is one true people that this land belongs to, and that's the indigenous people. That is the Indian people. And so when we came in with these bogus smiles and these bogus claims and had them and tricked them into signing certain things, and we pushed them into the concentration camps of the Indian um, reservoirs, now we're coming against the very thing that we said we wanted to protect. The very thing that we said, okay, well, we will honor your cultural belief and your tribal belief, and we're going against that. And so it is all because of finances. It's all because of money. And if we're not cautious and if we, again, if we don't all stand up for one people, guess what? The next time when it's your turn and nobody's coming out to, to, to rally and, and support you, then it's because you, what did you do when it was time to support somebody who didn't look like you, who didn't sing Absolutely. like you, didn't dance like you, didn't eat the same food? 
foods that you ate, pray to the same God that you prayed to. It is not about that. At the end of the day, it is about people loving. There is a scripture that I believe in from a, from a biblical point of view that said, above all things, we are to love above everything, above yeah. money, above culture, above religion. Above, at the end of the day, I am supposed to love you, help you, and be there for you in any way you know, possible. And so it is important that we don't forget, you know, each life in the all life, meaning we don't exclude any life that Everybody. matters. No, and absolutely. that's all. And I say to you for the socialist, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because Mm -hmm. I was not a Jew. Then they came for me. And there was no one left to speak for me. That's Thank one of the you. most famous things that came out of Nazi Germany by a, a, a Protestant pastor, Martin Emola. Yes. Yes. And if we don't speak up, that's what's going to happen here. That's yep. right. And you're absolutely right that it is all about the money because even if you go to look at that, this, the seven majority Muslim countries that were selected, uh, that the ban was put against, there was no Saudi Arabia in it. Why? No, no, because it's money. Money, money, yes. money, money. Trump business yes. interests. You know, any of these places where there's Trump business, we're not on this ban. And I mean, let me tell you, all those terrorist majority came from there. You know what from I'm saying? From those areas. That's all right. About money. And speaking of Native Americans, I feel like those poor guys, like nobody has had it worse than them. Like they were just marginalized from the very beginning and nothing yes. much has been done to help them. And we yes. keep on adding to the list of marginalized people in this country. Mm-hmm. Like they were the Native mm-hmm. Americans. And the fact that we need to have a movement called Black Lives Matter is so appalling to me because there should be no reason to fight for your right. It should already be given to you. Your life should already right. matter in this country. You shouldn't have to fight for it, you know? And and now we're adding the Muslims to it. And I mean, is this is just it's getting worse. We really need fact, to stop it. And yeah. that's the, yeah. the fact that you have to fight for your religious freedom to raise your child. <laughs> and you know there's only one religious freedom. And it's ridiculous. It's appalling to me that it, that you have to do that. That in this country where I, you know, I'm supposed to be if I want to be, and I'm not, you know, because actually the girls and I met at church. But if we all wanted to be atheists, we are supposed mm-hmm. to be allowed to be atheists. We do right. not have to belong to any religion. And the fact yes. that they are pushing it is exactly like the Jews. They are putting the Muslims in the same position that Hitler put the Jews in. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you're right. And and you know what? The saddest part is, um, Sonny and I were uh, riding, and we were talking today. And I said, you know, because we travel international, we take the show. Um, I have an outreach. We have businesses that we're all over the countries, um, and all over the world. And I said, I'm gonna have to get a T-shirt. You know, when I leave out of the country, that says, you know. 
um, I dumped Trump. I'm going to have to have a T-shirt that says, please hug me, I'm American. You know, I'm going to have to have something to defend myself for being, to have an American passport because of the foolishness that this leadership, which the lack thereof, um, I would call him this manager because a leader does not do this to his people. A manager, a person who is going after money, a person who's going after their interests. Um, so this manager of our country, it has put us in a position that if we leave the country, God forbid we leave and can't get back in, but say we left the country just on a on a on a business trip, on a on a marriage, on a vacation, we have to defend the fact that we are not in cahoots with the belief system that is going on in this in this country that is the saddest absolute thing that people will hate us until we try to explain hey no i don't agree with (laughs) you know i don't agree with that at all and it and it puts us in such a jokeable such a horrible position to say that you are an american and have this representation it's just it's it's horrid but to be a social activist to be a social justice person, to be able to say, I, you know, I, and I constantly say this, and Lord knows, Pastor Candace probably gets the absolute most play from my lips in Savannah, Georgia, for her message. It says, where were you? When all of this was going on, where were you? Can you say that I took part in some kind of way? See, people have so many excuses about why they couldn't go to a march, why they didn't vote, um, why they didn't protect somebody's you know, interest. They all have reasonings behind why, 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 why they couldn't, but they all want a band rally when something goes well. Oh yeah, that's my sister, my team, my, no, you were not there. (laughs) You had nothing to do with it at all. So, you know, I think it's important for us to continue these kind of conversations. I know here in Atlanta, let me just give you um, this quick information, and then I'll let somebody else speak. Because I know we're about to wrap up in just a little bit. But when we went out for the... Leave and let other people speak, but what an honor to talk to you all. Thank you so much for getting our voices out there. And uh, here's to fighting on and winning. Thank you so much. We Thank hear you, the baby Elisa. in the you back hugs and kisses. <laughs> she, no, she's good. <laughs> so I want I want to make sure you have the phone number. Remember, I told you I'd get to the 202-224-3121. They will help you find your senator. They Say it will again, help one you. Say it again, 202-224-3121. Thank you for calling in, Alexa. Okay, wait a minute, sir. Thank Say you. Say it again, 202-202. Mm-hmm. Oh, I walked. I moved. You know me. I'm all. I'm antsy. That's for the United States Capitol switchboard, and that gives you. They they will give. They will put you in touch with your senator. You just give them your zip code, and they will help you find their the senator. They'll give you their private numbers. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Okay. Well, so, what? thing, real quick. Remember, these people work for us. We elect them. We that's give right. them where they, where they, where the Washington Post um, headline the day after the inauguration said Trump takes power. 
Don't remember, don't we forget that we give them that power. We're giving it to them. We we need to remember that they work for us. It's our taxes. It's their are their public servants. Okay, they are they exactly. Okay. The number again, 202-224-3121. And thank you so much, Alexa. I would love to meet you and march beside you and your child. She's amazing. She's so amazing. I wanted to say really quickly, one of, one of the sparks that went viral, um, I don't know if, you know, if you haven't seen it, make sure to go and look at the video that was done uh, by Esma. And I think her last name is pronounced Elhuni, and I may have that all together wrong, but please know that I love you. Um, she was a young lady who was sitting in the coffee shop that the man went up to and began to harass, called her a bitch, started taking pictures of her, and then she turned out with her empowered little self, honey, and started videoing him back saying, are you taking a picture of me? Are you taking... Do, so you don't think I'm American right. because I'm a Muslim? You know, she was one of the forerunners of this whole uprising not the only one so please don't feel that I'm saying she was the only one but she was one of the faces for this entire stand up and the no ban and um and the rallies and so she is here in Atlanta doing big things and calling for our local government along with other protesters one being myself um and saying to our mayor, which is Mayor Kasim Reed, and he has really been getting some flack because he's been missing an action on some things. And so now they have a Twitter action called Rise Up Atlanta, which you know the Rise Up is the Atlanta Falcons um, slogan for the team that's on the way to the Super Bowl. And so we support them. Let me just give that little pitch in there. Um, but they, the Twitter action is called Rise Up Atlanta. Mayor Kasim Reed, which side are you on? Defy Trump? declare sanctuary tell Kasim to do the right thing and implement the people's demands for the sanctuary of all Atlantan residents so that is a um, call to action that is going on right now um, I know that Mayor Kasim Reed is about to do his final address I believe it is and so they're asking all allies members and friends to email and use any means necessary that you know Still nice, my words, um, for Mayor Reed to do the right thing and implement the people's demands for true, for true sanctuary. So I wanted to get that out there, um, you know, that, that people are rising up to do that. You can find so much information um, for different groups that are asking you to be a part of it. We were expecting Hillary Elizabeth Hawley um, to come on uh, to talk to us, but she is a teacher's assistant and she's doing her things for the kids. And so I'm kind of trying to be her, her voice, although she has a powerful one herself. And um, she was one of the people who helped here in Atlanta to stand up for refugees and, and immigrants. And so I said to her that I would definitely um, be as much of the voice as I could in this area. So all around the world, we're in Atlanta Sterling is there in St. Pete. We have people all, literally, all around the globe that are making their way. We're so fortunate to have either colleagues and or very passionate social activists that are saying, 
enough is enough. And if it's wrong, we need to address it. Um, I'm going to let Sunny talk um, now about some information. You know, we are media, so people contact us with information. A lot of it um, is tips that we're, we're getting. We do have, I have an outreach ministry from Words to Action Outreach Ministries, and we go across the globe helping those people who have really been underserved, discriminated against, left out in the cold, and just otherwise not treated well. And so at, at, at all points, we try to be global servants and give love where love can be given in the form of food, clothes, hugs, help, ass- uh, assistance in housing, school education, and so forth. And so we got a tip through Loudmouth for the help of not only the coverage of this information she's about to give, but we also got information to ask the people to help us to help. And this is one of the parts that I was saying in the beginning of the show that you know, if your child is near you and you don't want them to hear the things that are going on, you may, you know, kind of want to cover their ears. But this is information that we got. It has not been verified, although it has come from an extremely reliable source. We will not name the city or the whereabouts, but we will give you the information to let you know just how serious um, foolish and emotional signatures on executive orders can be. Real quick, I wanted to say when you were talking about sanctuary, Sunny, let me say one thing, is that that is where at a local level, at a local level, is to make sure that any of our listeners call their councilman, their alderman, their mayor, and let them know that they support them in creating their city as a sanctuary city. Because a lot of these politicians that want to do this and people that sit on these boards and stuff that can implement a sanctuary city in this country, and that's allowed. That is allowed. We are allowed to do this. This is, again, being an active citizen. So let your elected officials know that you support them in their support of making your area a sanctuary for refugees and for anybody being discriminated against at this time. This is something we can do. Thank you, Sterling, for giving that definition. We really appreciate that. I know Sunny's going to go to a commercial break. When she comes back, please stay tuned to hear this information of something that's going on that is so deplorable, and we have to uh, stand up for it. Definitely, definitely. With an auto accident, back pain, neck pain, stress, headaches, Ewing Chiropractic can help. Here at Ewing Chiropractic, our office utilizes an approach of pain relief measures for the treatment of auto accidents, slip and fall, sport, and on-the-job injuries, as well as acute and chronic pain. We can be reached at 678-586-3592 and located at 5459 North Henry Boulevard, Sweet C in Stockbridge, Georgia. Healing the injured one spine at a time, we can be reached at ewingchiropractic.com. All right, and we're back from that quick commercial break. Thank you guys so much. And uh, prior to the commercial break, uh, Jazz and Sterling both spoke on some things that um, just definitely has us at a point of of movement when it comes to the community. And so whenever we get information um, about something that's affecting our community, we try our best to, you know, make sure all sources have some uh, sensibility and reliability of it. And unfortunately, I received some news about a week ago. Um, and like Jazzy mentioned, I'm not going to specify the location, 
but um, there was recently some catastrophic um, incidences that occurred in the community that has affected um, so many people that live in that demographical area. And uh, from the catastrophe, uh, the timing of it was right before, I believe, um, the administration change took place. But, of course, we all understand and know that these bans and all of the different things that's happened has really shaken a lot of refugees, immigrants. And you have to be honest, we have a lot of illegal immigrants that still are in America um, that may be considered undocumented. Um, but it has, a, has some families here that may be, um, you know, uh, in connection to documented immigrants. Uh, but needless to say, um, whew, I, I got to tell you, this is kind of a tough thing to say, but, you know, um, in the course of this catastrophe, um, it was reported that... it's a natural that, catastrophe, yeah. Yes, it was reported that there was roughly about 24, 25 deaths that occurred from this catastrophic event. And the truth of the matter is that um, the state um, is not recognizing the fact that there's probably about another 40 or 50 bodies that are in the morgue in this particular area that are undocumented um, undocumented refugees. And their family members, um, of course, with everything happening, have now become shook and scared. And they're not going to go to the morgue to, uh, you know, claim or identify these people because they're afraid. They're afraid that they could be deported, um, you know, could be in a situation where their families um, would be torn apart. And we're talking about male, female, and children. Um, that are undocumented, you know, um, you know, people that are are now deceased in and unaccounted for, in hiding, and in hiding. So yes. because of the the catastrophe, um, it's left a lot of them homeless, without resources, no food, you know, no water, nothing. clothing, they have no nothing. water. So they're so they're in hiding, um, you know. But I think the most daunting thing to hear is that you have you know, 60 to 70 bodies sitting in a morgue. Um, and they're not even shelved. These are bodies that are on tables with tags because they don't have any room in the morgue um, to even place these bodies because they haven't been claimed, they haven't been identified. So guys, when I tell you um, these actions of our sitting acting 45, I don't even call him, he's not my president. I don't refer to him as such. <laughs> So the manager, um, I just call him 45, right? Coat 45. I'm going to because that's what yeah, he is. So. He's the reality show man. Yeah, right. So the 45 actor um, that's in place uh, has really caused a, a lot of rippling effects into communities like this that um, these people are afraid. And it's, it's, it's devastating and it's sad to hear. Um, and because of the circumstances and the tenderness of it, you know, as a media outlet, we do not want to expose the location and put these people in a higher risk. Um, so if, if you do decide that you want to take part in donating or giving, um, you know, to this group of people, we are in connection um, with the source. So I just suggest you contact us at com. We have an email uh, assembly uh, there to where you can, you know, reach out to us and, and let us know what you can donate. So don't ask us where or uh, the, the hardcore details um, per se. Um, right. But if, you know, if you trust enough to trust in what we're saying, you know, this is not something we're just going to make up. 
Um, but we are definitely um that up online. We'll let you know that. I'm sorry. Say that again. They can online and investigate themselves if they want to. Right. Yeah. Right. And um, and you know, I this is the thing. We we from, go in the trenches. From the main pers- Hold on, Jazzy. I think from the main perspective right now, I would say that there's a very high probability that you're not going to find out this type of deep detailed information because of the sensitivity of it. There, there's not being spoken about on the public domain, but it is being spoken about in smaller, smaller groups of people who are like, look, we need some help on the ground to get these people some resources and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, if it, if it pulls at your heart and you, you know, you want to really help and do something, it's just like, you know, you're giving to these, these shows that you see on TV that show that Africa is just the most uh, dilapidated place in the world when it's most one of the most beautiful countries in the world. Um, but they have you given mm-hmm. to the children that's got snot and stuff hanging out their head and telling you, you know, send your money and you send your money. You don't necessarily ask a whole bunch of questions, but you know that you're giving it to a good cause. You can kind of take it in that sense if you like. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we have pictures and we have documents to show that, you know, we do what we say we're going to do to the point that we're sleeping in cars ourselves. We're giving coats off our backs and, you know, we're giving up our food to make sure that the people that we come in contact that are in these situations, that they have better because most of the time we can drive away from the circumstance, whereas they cannot. And so if you want to help, again, you know, contact us through Loudmouth Radio. You can also contact us, and you can go on our website and see the things that we've done with from words, plural, the number two, action, com, um, and see the things that we've done. We, we In the last two years, we've covered over 18 states, and we've traveled four countries providing service, love, and, and care to the best of our ability. Um, right now, we are coming into the St. Pete area. We're, um, I've opened up a hair salon called Creative Expressions um, Hair Salon and Studio, and, um, and you hear a lot of the background noise by the studio. We have some, some officers or ambulance going by, so I apologize for the noise. However, we do have um, – opportunities where we're providing education and job skills for women that are disabled and women that are coming out of sex trafficking, which is a huge, huge, huge um, part of our reach. And so I'm saying all of this to say that we are doing the work. And wherever we can find our hand to do the work, we are prayerful that we are able to do the work well. But we cannot do work well just with two or three people um, unless that those two or three people happen to be billion gazillionaires. Um, so it will take the group of us. And when I say group, that means those that are listening, those that, are, that this um, podcast will go to after. We're here. We're on the ground with people. And we're seeing the needs of the people, whether it be from a judicial system or a legal system or whether it just be a hug or a coat or food. So help us to continue to rally, to stand, to fight, to um, and to love, because that's really at the end of the day what it is all about. And I really appreciate all of you. Um, for listening and for being a part of this platform because we created this platform to entertain, to inspire, and to empower, to empower you um, into movement and to imp- and to bring to you those things that will make you a better you and to make you feel good too. So sometimes it's really serious, but like this was a serious show. It really was. Um, but 
and we're we, here for and you. And we are getting ready to celebrate our four-year anniversary. Yes. And we will be in the next few shows. We want our listeners in the St. Pete area to be ready to call in, go to our for website for the Renaissance tickets. We will mm-hmm. be offering that as one of the, the things here in the St. Pete area. We want to get more listeners, more people involved with Sonny and Jazzy are coming to the area. They want you to be involved with their charities. And we are going to be uh, we're involved with the Bay Area Renaissance Festival that opens February 18th. And you guys will have a chance to get tickets. Thank you, Sonny. Thank you, Jazzy. I love you. See you soon. Thank you, love. You too, Sterling. And Jazz, okay, you. Guys, I want to thank everyone. Love you guys. So as we are concluding this show, I want to thank all thank of you, our Dr. listeners Danny. for tuning in. <laughs> thank all of our listeners and everybody that phoned in. Each and everybody's voice today has been just an amazing tool to get out Um some very important views and I think that it's important that people understand and know what's going on around them. I'm going to tell you some people that don't watch TV, that don't read the paper that do not um, take part of uh, social media but they may still rely on the old uh, format of listening to the radio and, and trying to really get um, the filter through all of the confusion and, and, and stuff that is going out here and by far people it's important that you educate yourselves and try to find out as much as you can. So I'm going to conclude this show. It's been an amazing day. Um, you know, to have a pride in our prejudice, standing up for refugees and immigrants in America has been our topic in an amazing, amazing forum. So for all of us here from Live Off Radio, I'm going to definitely share with you to become a part of our network. If you do not have us downloaded on your phone, uh, here's a couple apps to take, take part in. Tune in radio, Stitcher radio, two powerful apps that has a combination over seven um, 7 million listeners in car dashboards on Stitcher and over 50 million listeners on TuneIn. Um, you can put in Loudmouth Radio with two Ds and archive every single show we've had from the very beginning. As Sterling mentioned earlier, we are four years old as of this year. 2017 is going to be an amazing year for us. I think that uh, everyone around us that are just uh, like-minded and forward-thinking is ready to have the surge of uh, more positive things happening in the world. And so um, unfortunately we have to have discussions like this, but we can have these kind of discussions without them being uh, something that uh, that tears other people down. So I want to tell everyone, thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to uh, allow our media options for media partnership to take us out. You guys have a blessed day. It takes great content and the right media branding mix to deliver a great service. Here at Loudmouth Radio Network, we intend on doing both and exceeding our own expectations. Advertising on loudmouthradio.com provides you a cost-effective vehicle to brand your business repeatedly, providing you packages that consistently announce your business without breaking the bank. Despite the traditional high price tag that traditional radio brings, it makes sense to become a media partner with Loudmouth Radio that provides you an already built-in multimedia campaign to push your brand out. Make sure you contact us today, and any of our specialists with Loudmouth Media Brand will be able to help you get out further. Contact us today at 706-363-3895. And don't forget, visit us online at loudmouthradio.com.